How can we as studio owners create and grow a business that generates consistent income and runs impeccably so we can live a comfortable lifestyle without working crazy hours or being chained to our business? This podcast is designed to answer that question. I'm your host, Alicia Jonas. Thank you for tuning in and let's dive into today's episode. This episode of the Dance Studio Amplified podcast is sponsored by my own Amplify Mastermind for studio owners, now accepting applications for 2020. Amplify is the high-touch group mentorship program that will give you the most up-to-date strategies and business building philosophies, along with a community of dynamic women to take your studio to six figures and beyond. You'll have everything you need to transform your studio, including one-on-one coaching, group calls, guest expert trainings, multiple in-person retreats, as well as unlimited access to my entire course library. And that's not all. Space is limited to just 20 women and spots are already filling for our January kickoff. Go to bit.ly slash amplify my 2020 to learn more and apply. I can't wait to see your business transform in the next 12 months. Hello, hello, beautiful studio owners. Welcome to another episode of Dance Studio Amplified Podcast. It's your host, Alicia. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I am super, super excited about today's episode. We're doing something a little bit different. Now, this episode and the next few episodes that you're going to hear is taken from a six-figure success live stream series that I am hosting inside my Facebook group this month and maybe even going into December. So I wanted to do this series because when you take your business to that level, to six figures or higher, there are very specific strategies and structures and mindsets that you really do need to have in place. Things change when you get to that level when you scaled, right? So this series is designed to help break it down, demystify exactly what it will take for you to transition your business to six figures or multi six figures or seven figures, right? So I'm having so much fun presenting this series and the community is really tuning in as well. They're really engaging. I think this is a big, big uh, milestone for many of you listeners. So you are more than welcome to come and join us inside the community and take part in this and all of the other exciting content we have going on in there. Just visit theconfidentdancestudio.com and click join my Facebook group and it will take you right there. We'll also link it up in the show notes as well. So make sure to take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram as you're listening to this episode. I hope you enjoy. Thank you so much. And I will talk to you very soon. Yeah, I'm super excited to chat today because we're talking about an A word that can help take your studio to the next level. And if you're talking with me, you're probably guessing that that A word is automation. Not today. Nine times out of 10, it's automation. But today we're gonna talk about a different A word and that is accountability. Accountability, Um, which is super important. Another super important thing, right? So thanks so much for joining me today, guys. So accountability, let's talk about accountability. Um, Accountability obviously is something that I provide in the mastermind, in coaching programs, in my private coaching. And I think it's one of the biggest thing that we forget about when we join those things, the biggest benefit, right? And 
we might think, oh, I don't need accountability. I, I can do it. I get all my stuff done. And if, if so, that's great. But a lot of people do need accountability. They need accountability to hit their goals. They need accountability to stay on top of those things that are maybe need to be done but are not super urgent, right? There's those things that are urgent but not, not necessarily important right now. We talk about the squeaky wheel gets the grease. <laughs> those tiny disasters, like for, for us, it's the snow day. We're dealing with the snow day. And so certain things have to kind of be shifted around. And so um, being held accountable is not meant to, to be like, oh, you didn't get things done and you're a bad person. <laughs> like you're lazy or you're procrastinating. It's, it's really just to, to remind, it's here to remind you that these were your goals that you set in motion. These are the goals that you said you wanted. These are the things that you, you said you were looking for. So is that still the case? And how are we moving forward towards it every week, okay? So let's talk about accountability. Um, I think a lot of us, when we're thinking about projects or we're thinking about our goals or we're thinking about hitting a six-figure year or hitting a whatever $20,000 a month, $30,000 a month in our businesses, we tend to rely on willpower, okay? Whether it's hitting our goals, getting things done, um, eating healthy, you know, getting some cleaning work done, whatever it is, whether it's in our business or in our home, we rely a lot on willpower. And the truth is, is that we really only have 15 minutes of willpower per day. Like let that sink in. Think of all the things that you wanna get done and whether it's you know making sure you, you do meditation or anything, you have 15 minutes of actual willpower. The rest is like, just needs to be become routine or you need to be like plan it in and make sure that it's it's not like you're willing yourself to do it, that it actually becomes part of your daily routine or part of your weekly routine to check in on these things, right? Think like I said, things creep up. Things creep up that are more urgent, right? Like I said, the snow day today. Maybe you have a, an issue with a parent. Maybe you have a toilet that leaks. I had a, a client last year who had a kiddo like push on a sink and the sink fell off the wall in the middle of um, summer camp. So she had to deal with that, right? And I think that we feel like sometimes we can never slow down to get ahead. And I'm not saying accountability or having a coach is forcing you to slow down necessarily, but sometimes we do need to take a minute and implement certain structures into our business so that it will help us get ahead. For instance, automation, for instance, systems, for instance, taking a second to hire somebody. Um, sometimes we're like, oh, I, I just don't have time. I don't have time. I'm covering all these roles. I don't have time to hire somebody or look for somebody. Um, so think about that. We need to give ourselves permission and prioritize and be held accountable to putting these things in place sometimes, right? Um, the other part of accountability, I think sometimes um, is that we're afraid of when, we, when we're thinking about having an accountability partner or a coach or joining a mastermind or something like that is that we're afraid to be pushed outside of our comfort zone, right? And that might be, uh, you might be like, I'm not afraid. Well, maybe, but maybe you, maybe it's some sort of a subconscious thing, right? We're afraid to be asked to do things that might be hard or that we might not be instantly good at, right? We might not know the steps of how to do something. You know, I didn't know how to start a podcast and I figured it out, right? Um, 
I think we're, we're afraid that, that it's going to be uncomfortable at first, so we, we don't want to do it, and we don't want to be asked to do that, those things, right? And here's what I'll say is that when you're working with, an, with a coach or, or in a mastermind or something like that, that they're not going to ask you to do things that they don't think you're fully capable of doing and that they don't think are the right decision for you, right? Ultimately, it is up to you. If, if my coach asked me to, to do something and I was, I was like, that really doesn't feel in alignment, that really doesn't feel right, it's ultimately my choice. But she wouldn't ask me to do something or make a change or whatever if she didn't feel like it was the right direction for me because she has that subjective view, right? Um, and she sees things that I don't necessarily, okay? So um, I think that that's part of it, right, is, is we don't necessarily feel comfortable being pushed outside of our comfort zone, not knowing what's going to happen, maybe fearing the outcome or doubting what the outcome will be, right? Loving this episode of the Dance Studio Amplified podcast? Head over to iTunes to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And while you're there, don't forget to rate and review. I would truly appreciate it as it helps me reach more amazing studio owners and educators like you doing so much to make a positive impact. So let's talk about why it really does make a difference, okay? And I think you probably will agree with me on these. And you let me know if there's something else in here. Um, so let's not just talk about yourself, right? So we, we've already been talking about ourselves a little bit. When we don't, when we aren't being held accountable ourselves, we're maybe not making progress on our goals, we're not sticking to our boundaries, right? Or maybe we're feeling a little bit less than because we're, because we're like, oh, I really wanted to make that happen this year and it just didn't happen. And now I feel like, um, whatever I set my mind to, it just never happens. I can never stick to it. And um, I'm just, maybe I'm not cut out for this, right? But let's say if we don't hold our, our staff members accountable, what happens, right? They're not getting things done. Things fall through the cracks. Maybe there's missed deadlines. Um, it definitely impacts the business in a variety of ways. If we don't hold even them accountable to um, show up to class on time or, or be in dress code or whatever, it ripples down to the other staff members or to the students, right? So it's definitely important not just for us to be held accountable ourselves, but for us to extend that same accountability to the people that are working for us and that are, are helping our business grow, okay? And if, if they're not being held accountable or you're not following up with them, and or they're not doing what you're asking, that might be a whole other, that's a whole other ball of wax, right? Whether it's time to let them go, it's time to um, maybe move them down. Maybe they're not at, maybe they're not director of the team anymore. Maybe they're down to just a teacher or an assistant, okay? And then let's talk about customers, right? How do we hold customers accountable? Um, setting our goals too high is not good either. Finding the balance is key, right? I agree, Molly, and I think that it's okay to have like good, better, best goals, right? So that your good goal is still something to strive for. Little pushes you a little bit out of your comfort zone, but isn't like isn't like too easy. And then better, a little bit higher, and then best would be like yes, I would be, if I hit this goal, I would be absolutely, absolutely 
um, so excited, over the moon. I would go on a vacation. I would, you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever reward you want to give yourself. Um, I agree. But I think that, yes, it should be a little bit of a stretch. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, customers. Holding customers accountable. How do we hold our customers accountable? Um, I mean, maybe you have a code of conduct for your customers or for your students. And are you, how are you enforcing that when that, that doesn't happen? And I think that when we're talking about adults, it becomes a little bit tricky, right? Um, they are adults. They are expected to get along. They're expected to behave a certain way, but sometimes they don't. Sometimes they're just bat crazy and, and we need to, to make the choice to dismiss them or, or act. But, you know, sometimes customers, they might take advantage of us. They might not pay on time because they've um, been allowed to let it, let pay late in the future or in the past, right? Maybe they're not completing their end of the agreement somehow with an attendance policy or with um, maybe there's fundraiser policies you have in place or um, like, for instance, our team parents, um, they agree to, to carpool once, once a time. We don't, we don't meet at the performance site. We meet at the studio and we carpool to the performance site. So maybe um, they're not taking, you know, fulfilling their end of the agreement, right? So things like that. We, we definitely need to, not just ourselves, but extend that same sort of accountability to our customers, our students, our, our staff, um, so that we really are, are moving our business forward, right? When, when accountability doesn't happen, it just manifests in so many different ways, right? So I just want you to ask yourself, like, who is holding you accountable besides yourself, right? Um, who is checking in on you, checking in on your progress, who is holding your feet to the fire? Who is pushing you a little bit outside your comfort zone from time to time? Um, and, and maybe questioning, why do we do it this way? Why, do, why, why is it this way? And, and maybe saying, you know what? You know, make, maybe it makes you say, I don't know why. We've, we've just always done it this way, right? Because there might be some, some other way to do it, right? And I think that accountability is something that we always need to be questioning, questioning, are we, are we doing this? Are we holding our customers accountable? Are we holding our students to a code of conduct? Are we holding our teachers to a code of conduct? How, how are we making sure they're aware of that? You know, is it in a handbook? Is it in a, um, some sort of mantra that we have in our studio? Is it in our website? Is it, is it readily available what these expectations are? Um, you know, we have, we have our students signed a student contract for the team, um, and we have parents sign a contract for team things, but as far as our regular students, there's just a general um, expectation, right? Um, so how are we communicating that? Or is that something that, that, that they're aware of? First off, right? You can't hold them accountable if you don't let them know what they're, what they're supposed to be doing in the first place, right? So, yeah. I think that's it for today, guys. I hope that was helpful for you. Definitely think about who is holding you accountable. Is, is your business moving as fast as you want? Is it growing at the rate you want? And is accountability part of the, the issue when that's, if that's not happening, right? So, um, yeah. Amplify Mastermind, 
feel free to go ahead and apply. Shauna is still taking calls. Um, yeah, we want to make sure we get everybody called and, and fitted very soon. Um, I am considering opening up a few spots that would be a little bit lower investment. Um, so if that's something that's interested to, interesting to you, um, it would have less support from me, wouldn't have the private support from me, but you would still be part of the big group. So if that's something that changes things for you, I definitely encourage you to apply. We can't know if it's a right fit for you unless you actually answer the questions and get on the phone with Shauna. Um, yeah, let me know if you have any more questions about that, if that sounds like something that you would be interested in. We can definitely um, get you the link so that you can take care of that. All right, you guys have a great rest of your day. And I'll talk to you guys very soon. All right, bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Dance Studio Amplified podcast. I hope today's episode has been so helpful for you. Be sure to visit theconfidentdancestudio.com where you can join the conversation, access all the show notes, and discover all sorts of free content designed to help you in your studio. 